core concepts. Again, see the core concepts have this little uh, logo in the corner. That just means that they are uh, free resources and they're, they're foundational, they're core concepts, they're underpinnings of everything else. So you're going to want to understand this stuff so that we can continue the conversation at a high level uh, in later videos, articles, and, and conversations. The core concept today in this video is system reliability. One of the most important concepts, uh, a lot of great first principle thinkers are always thinking in terms of system reliability. And it is the base for upcoming videos, uh, engineering luck, you have to understand the concept of system reliability in order to understand how to engineer luck, as we call it, and resource allocation, how do you properly allocate resources, you need to understand system reliability in order to have the most efficient allocation of resources, given whatever you want to accomplish. Uh, system reliability, the definition that we are using, which I pulled from um, Garrett Hardin, an ecologist who wrote Filters Against Folly. The reliability of a system is a product of the reliability of the components of the parts that make up the system. Okay? So that means a few things, stuff you already know, but we're gonna, we're gonna cover it anyway. System reliability is a product of the reliability of the co components that make up the system. Product means we're dealing in multiplication. System reliability is multiplicative, uh, which makes perfect sense if you think about ecology and complex systems. So we're dealing in multiplication. Now this is where some people um, drop the ball a little bit conceptually. Uh, nothing is perfect. And nothing is 100% perfect, which represents one. That'd be the number one. Because nothing is perfect, Right? Nothing is 100% perfect. We're multiplying fractions, percentages. Okay? Something might be 99.999999% perfect, but it's not perfect. Now, what happens when you multiply uh, percentages or fractions is every component drives the product down, not up. Right, so two times two is four. Two times two times two, you end up with eight. Right, you, it starts growing exponentially. But with fractions um, and percentages, it goes the other way. For example, ninety percent times ninety percent is eighty-one percent. So you see how the product is lesser than the components. So if ninety percent of the time, let's say you turn a light switch on, ninety percent of the time uh, you've paid the electric bill, and ninety percent of the time the light bulb actually works. It's a new light bulb. It's a not burnt out light bulb. Then 81% of the time, you would get the outcome that you expect. So you expect to flip the light switch on and the light to turn on. It's reliability. Okay. If 90% of the time uh, the light works, 90% of the time the electric bill has been paid and works, 81% of the time you'll get the outcome you expect. Now, if only 90% of the time you actually flip the light switch, so another example, let's say your boss wants to see the lights turn on at exactly 5 a.m. So 90% of the time, you actually flip the switch at exactly 5 a.m. 90% of the time, the light bulb works, and 90% of the time, the uh, electric bill has been paid and it's running. Then your boss will get the outcome he expects, or she expects, 72.9% of the time. Right? Now, a few things here. One, you notice even though all components are equally reliable, 90%, 90%, the product is less. If you add another equally reliable component, the product gets driven down even more. The system is less reliable. So hopefully you can see 
and you can run this math on, in sheets or a calculator or whatever, every component you add of equal reliability drives down the total reliability of the system. Okay. Now, <laughs> a mistake people make all the time is we have a system and we go, oh, here's a new technology and they add it to the system. It's way more reliable than all the other technologies. But even if you add a better technology or component to the system, so we have 90 times 90 times 90% is 72.9%. If we add a 99% reliable component to the existing system, even though this component is more reliable than all of the others, it still drove system reliability down from 72.9% to 72.1%. So even adding better components to the system drives down system reliability. And I hope this makes sense. So you kind of maybe figure out where I'm going with this. More components drive down reliability, period. Okay? Now you could replace uh, 90% with a 99%. Or uh, whatever you could replace a component and potentially improve the reliability, but you cannot add more and improve the reliability. It is not possible because nothing is perfect. Something, if it was perfect, it would be the same reliability. It'd have to be better than perfect to improve the reliability. That's how math works. Okay. Now, the least reliable component in every single system is human behavior. Every single system. So we keep swapping out these programs and these technologies, and, and we're wondering why is the technology getting better, uh, exponentially better, but the outcome is not improving. It's only improving incrementally, if anything. And it's because the least reliable component is human behavior. It's really important to understand this in system reliability. And then we can look at uh, like a technology, and I'll get into the reliability technology in a minute. And let's say the human behavior, 60% of the time, you actually do exactly what you expect to do. And what, or you do exactly what your boss expects you to do. 54% of the time, you're going to get the outcome that is expected. Okay? And this is not unusual. The, the world is actually much less reliable than this. But as an example, now we have two options. What most people do is they try to improve the technology. So if we take the 54% and we improve the tech or the plan or change the law, Right, anything other than the human behavior, we can make we can improve this nine percent without changing the behavior, and we end up with fifty nine point four percent reliability, which is a little bit greater than the fifty four percent. Right, but we can continue to improve this technology, even if we somehow came up with a perfect technology. You'd have a one times sixty percent, still sixty percent. The best case scenario, as long as the human behavior component or the least reliable component stays low. Uh, is the least it's the weakest uh, link in the chain, right? So nine percent improvement on the tech equals a, a tiny improvement in the overall reliability. Now, if we take that nine percent and we instead this supposed to be ninety here works out like that, and we instead apply it to the uh, less reliable component, it actually improves the system reliab reliability more than if we improve the most reliable component. Okay, so hopefully that makes sense. If you can make an improvement, you actually want to improve the least reliable thing. If you can remove it, remove it, it's even better. But if you can't, we like to improve our strengths. Things we're good at, we try to make them better and better and better and better. The problem is 
uh, it's incrementally improving the system reliability, and we like to ignore the things that are really bad, but improving those will greatly improve the system reliability. Okay, hopefully that makes sense. I'll tie this all together for you the best I can. So improving the components with lesser reliability is greater, has a greater impact on the overall system reliability, which is the probability that we get the outcome that we expect, okay? It's not the probability of getting the best outcome possible, it's aligning expectations with reality, which is the most important thing if you have any kind of long-term goals, it's just aligning reality and expectation. Uh, and less components equals more reliability. Okay, so, uh, skip that one. Okay, so how do we increase system reliability, given what we know? One, step one, remove as many components as possible. It, they might be cool, they might be fancy, you might be, you know, really have named the puppy that you love this component or this system or this tech or whatever, but to in the fastest way to improve reliability is to remove the components that are not 100% necessary. And then we take what is left and we improve the human behavior or the lowest, uh, least reliable component, but that's always almost human behavior. And so step one, remove as many components as possible. Step two, focus on modifying the behavior. I'll give you a quick example of how far off human behavior is. Have you ever uh, said, you know, I think, I think I'm going to eat this way. This is how I expect to eat next week healthy, it doesn't matter if it's healthy or unhealthy, whatever, but you say, this is how I expect to eat, and I'm committed to it, and uh, you make it through the week, eating the way you expect, and then you fall, you know, you kind of fall off the wagon on the weekend, so five out of seven, and we think, yeah, that's pretty good, you know, I did five out of seven, uh, five days out of seven, five good days, two bad days, that's pretty good, well, that's 71%, so let me ask you a question, if your car started 71% of the time, you tried to start it. Or if your brakes only worked 71% of the time, you tried to use them. Or if your computer only turned on 71% of the time, you tried to turn it on. Or your internet only connected 71% of the time, uh, you tried to connect it. Or your uh, Google Maps could only find your location 71% of the time you tried to use Google Maps. Would that be acceptable? Or would it be a limit to what you're trying to accomplish? My guess is... You would say, man, if my car only started 71% of the time and my brakes only worked 71% of the time, I'd probably be dead. Uh, if Google Maps only started 71% of the time, I'd be pissed, right? Because we have a very high expectation of technology to be reliable and a very low expectation of our behavior. That, that's one of the reasons why our behavior is so uh, inconsistent is we don't properly frame it in, in terms of how it fits into a system. Okay? So your car may break down. It may not start one day. One day out of the year, that's one out of 365. It's probably more reliable than um, you actually doing what you expected to do. It's not good or bad. It's aligning expectations with reality. Okay? So we got to realize the human behavior is almost always the least um, reliable component, and that's important because when we want to fix things, when we want a more reliable outcome, when we want reality to match our expectations, we have to turn to system reliability and understand that one, less components is going to be more reliable, and two, we got to look in the mirror. Okay? And this will come, the, the tech certainly plays a role. But back to this, until your behavior as a human is close 
to the reliability of the other components, changing the other components is not going to make that big of a difference and adding more components is actually going to make it worse. So we got to think in terms of system reliability when we get back into, again, um, um, the, the upcoming videos because it is a core concept. It's an underpinning, again, of the next couple videos, which is engineering luck. Right. Obviously, the more complex the system and the more uh, components, the more we're driving luck down. And there's other components to that as well. But system reliability, again, is an underpinning of it. And resource allocation, where do we put our resources? Well, we might be able to recapture resources by just eliminating components of a system, stuff like that. Right. Hopefully that's helpful. It's a quick overview. In the description, there'll be additional resources talking about system reliability. You just have to start wrapping your mind around um, the multiple the multiplication of <coughs> sorry I'm fighting a cough here the the multiplication of uh, percentages or fractions and how it actually works out so that when you're thinking through things you're accounting for kind of this slippage of efficiency or reliability as you add components live to learn give to earn you know that's how we roll hope this was helpful i hope you could sit down and apply it and then ideally turn around share your six word update discuss it with others and uh, really work towards implementing these things in a way that's beneficial to you and then hopefully again beneficial to others think about system reliability and the next few videos will tie it all together for you Thanks for listening to the Guardian Academy podcast. Hope it was helpful. If so, do us a favor, subscribe, leave us a review. Now remember, live to learn, give to earn. Reflect on and wrestle with any new ideas that you heard in this episode, and then turn around and share your experience with others. Remember, many of the audio files were pulled from video and turned into articles in our Knowledge Center, which you can access for free. There will be a link in the description. If you want to stay in the loop and hear more about what our members, our partners, and the community is doing, both in the real world and the Web3 world, check out our friends at Inside the Den podcast. Not only are they great dudes, they're highlighting and interviewing the movers and the shakers, and they helped us set up this podcast to be simple, helpful, and fun.